This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I'm Jason Chaffetz. I'm Katie Pavlich. I'm Steve Ducey. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, September 14th, 2023. I'm John Saucier. Federal law says people addicted to crack aren't allowed to buy guns. This applies to all of us, even now to the president's son. Hunter Biden handed a federal indictment on a felony gun charges today for a crime allegedly committed back in 2018. This is a case that could have been brought years and years ago. It should have been brought years and years ago. And those who talk about, you know, let's enforce the the common sense gun laws. Well, this is one of them. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Federal firearm charges are a big deal, and it's even bigger when it's the president's son being charged, and even bigger when said president is running for re-election. So here we are with Hunter Biden, whose plea deal fell apart, but it's saying that same deal should shield him from these charges. Well, this is a very serious indictment. I, I believe the first and third counts carry up to 10 years in prison, and I think the second one is, is five years. We're talking about it today with Fox News contributor Phil Holloway. He's founder of the Holloway Law Group in Marietta, Georgia, a former police officer, criminal lawyer, and JAG lawyer in the U.S. Navy. On paper, at least, he's theoretically facing a significant amount of prison time. And it's worth noting, and I've filled out a number of these forms myself, uh, you have to sign a document that says you are aware that if you lie on these questions, that you're subject to prosecution and that it's a felony offense. and what really gets me about this thing, and it's it's just striking that within two weeks after he obtained this gun, okay, the gun is located in a trash can back in October of 2018. Apparently, police got involved and they looked into this and Hallie Biden, who is, of course, the widow of uh, Hunter Biden's brother, the, the late Beau Biden, uh, and she was in a relationship with Hunter at that time. She she literally apparently threw this gun in a dumpster behind a market near a school. So here you have a firearm that should never have been sold. And the only reason it was sold is because Hunter Biden lied. And it winds up in a trash can near a school. The fact that that gun was in the dumpster in the school, do you think that will come out in court? Is that a factor that the judge should consider? Well, I, I don't know if it's going to come out in the trial because I'm not sure there's going to be a trial. If there is, I think all relevant facts and circumstances will come out. And of course, if there's a trial, there would be a conviction because this case is it's airtight. Uh, there would be a conviction. And at a conviction, I think a prosecutor would have an obligation to tell a jury that fact or to tell a judge that fact in determination 
of sentencing. The only way I think that Hunter's legal team can defend this is they're going to have to claim that the diversion agreement that we all heard so much about. Right, that uh, big plea deal that fell apart there. Yeah, it fell apart. They they're going to say that regardless of the fallout, if you will, from the plea deal falling apart, the defense is going to say that nevertheless, they have a deal with the government that the gun charges related to the acquisition of that firearm have to go into diversion. And they're going to say it's like a contract. Uh, They're going to say it did not require the judge to sign off on it, that they had a deal and that a deal is a deal. Now, whether or not that's going to hold up is going to be a question for the federal judge to decide, but that will be the defense. And that is the only conceivable defense as far as I can tell, because it is his name on this document. And it literally says that by signing this, you are aware that you're committing perjury. If if you lie on it, are you confident in that defense though? I mean, have you seen anything like this work before where there was a plea deal in place full apart, but wait a second, that was a contract that we had. Do you think that there's any merit to that? Well, the exact circumstances of this case, nobody's ever seen anything like right. it because it's just it's just crazy. It's crazy to me that here we are on the eve, literally within a couple of weeks or so of the statute of limitations expiring on this, and they've known about it for nearly five years. They they finally decide to get an indictment. Why now? This is a case that could have been brought years and years ago. It should have been brought years and years ago. And those who talk about, you know, let's enforce the, the common sense gun laws. Well, this is one of them. This is a common sense gun law that is designed to keep guns out of the hands of people who aren't supposed to have them. Right. And now the Democrats are all up in arms because suddenly somebody's prosecuting somebody who happens to be a Democrat for violation of existing gun laws. The ironies here are just all over the place. But nevertheless, uh, I think the the trial judge is going to have to make a determination as to whether or not this is a contract that must be enforced. And of course, whichever side loses that argument can appeal. So we're going to see just how serious the special counsel is about seeing this case through to the end. Is this a real prosecution? Is this something that's really designed to to punish and convict Hunter Biden? Or is it something that's done to just kind of get people to be quiet because the, the, the public pressure is so extreme to do something that he's doing just as much as he can? So hopefully it's a real uh, indictment and it's a real effort to to prosecute this gun law that's a very important gun law. It's on the books because we don't want people to possess firearms who should not be having them. But what we don't know is, is the special counsel going to continue to investigate all of the other things that um, are out there related to Hunter Biden and his potential crimes? So the proof is going to be in the pudding. We're going to have to wait and see what Weiss does. Hunter Biden has been indicted on federal gun charges years after the alleged crimes happened, but right before the 2024 presidential election. We're talking not only about the timing and weight of these charges, but also about what the president's son's legal options are. And we've got a lawyer helping explain. Phil Holloway, former criminal lawyer and founder of the Holloway Law Group in Georgia, will take a quick recess and reconvene right after this. 
Phil, it sounds like to me you think this is an open shut case if they actually prosecute it fairly and the right way in your words there. What do you think the chances are that the Hunter Biden legal team comes up with another plea deal? Because these are very serious gun charges here. Just in case that defense of, oh, we already had a plea deal in place doesn't hold up. Might he plead in this indictment and maybe take a smaller sentence or maybe a fine? Yeah, in terms of criminal defense practice, the the best thing a criminal defense lawyer can do is not put all their eggs in one basket. You want to get the best result for your client, and that can be done in any number of ways. But keeping a, a dialogue open with the prosecutor is is absolutely critical to criminal defense work. And I would be shocked if they were not going to at least attempt some type of negotiated resolution. Uh, interestingly, though, they they could have done that. They 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 had the opportunity when the plea deal fell fell through. That we know there were some subsequent negotiations uh, between the parties, and they just could not come to a resolution. They could have done a plea deal without an indictment. They could have filed another what we call an information. Okay, that's that goes around the grand jury and it's filed when there's an agreement on a plea and a sentence. So the fact that they went to the grand jury tells me that the negotiations probably reached an impasse. And so uh, if it remains that way, if, if we stay at this impasse, then we're going to have to have a trial. Very interesting. How do you see if we do have a trial? How do you see this playing out? Do you think that more information about Hunter Biden might come out about maybe his habits or his past and anything like that? Stuff that we don't even know about yet. What kind of information might we learn in a potential trial here about Hunter Biden? I don't know how much new we can learn, maybe some specific details, but it's it's very well common knowledge at this point that he was uh, abusing uh cocaine and perhaps other things uh, during this time. I think it may be even something that was written about in the book, right? Uh, They're going to have to present evidence, though, to show that he was lying basically when he signed the form. So in order to, to prove their case, they're going to have to prove that he was a user of illegal narcotics uh, and was a, addicted to them, you know, around that time. So they're going to have to get into all the facts and circumstances that are relevant to prove the the crime. And that's going to have to get into his drug use. There's no way around it. Yeah. And with that drug use, it kind of makes you wonder, does that mean they're going to call as witnesses, maybe potential significant others or acquaintances who were part of that drug use or maybe people who even provided drugs to Hunter Biden? I mean, there's got to be some people out there who are willing to come forward to talk about uh, Hunter Biden during these times. Do you foresee something like that happening? It's entirely possible, but there's really no better evidence than Hunter Biden's own words, right? He has he has publicly acknowledged this, I think, in the past. So and others and we've got all the information off off the laptop. So you've got photographs, you've got the defendant's own statements. There is a wealth of evidence that the prosecutor can dive into to to pick and choose how he wants to prove that Hunter Biden was lying on the forum. And then by extension, that Hunter Biden was abusing and addicted to cocaine at this time. 
All right. Seems like an uphill battle for Hunter Biden, unless maybe he can get some other deal with a prosecutor. According to our guy here, Phil Holloway, former Georgia prosecutor, founder of the Holloway Law Group. Phil, really amazing insight there, too. And you laid it out in layman's terms for people like me so that we can understand what's going on. We really appreciate that. And thanks for taking the time and joining us here on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Always happy to do it. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.